welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is Christmas week. We are celebrating all month by reading Advent. It's a book written by Sarah Sandal, and you can get the free download on her Instagram. Just go to her link in bio. That's S-T Sandal, S-A-N-D-E-L, and click that link in bio. You'll see the Advent study for your free download. But we are just excited about Jesus's birth and Christmas is coming. We are anticipating the king uh, being born as a baby. And it's just a beautiful thing. I want to read this to you from Matthew 1, talking about Joseph accepting Jesus as his son. So it starts off in verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit." She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. I just love that story. I'm going to continue on in Philippians 2 verses 3 through 8. Just to encourage you today with Christmas coming, that scripture is alive. And we can be changed and transformed from God's word because God's word will not fail. Anything else you hear that's not from God's word will fail you. If it's not from God, it will fail you at some point. If there, nobody's perfect. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but God's word will not fail. So that's why we're clinging to his word, continuing on in Philippians 2 verses 3 through 8. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another, having the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And as we enter into this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I just pray that we meditate on God's scripture that says, Oh Lord, you were pierced for our transgressions. You were crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. You guys, in the hustle and bustle, if you're like literally Santa's helper, a living real life elf, just know that the peace that surpasses all understanding is from Jesus and you have that today. Like Sarah said in her podcast on December 1st, these are things that we already have. The fruit of the Spirit, these are things that we already have. If we're looking for peace, if we're looking 
for confidence. That is in Christ. And Christ, as a Christian, has given that to you. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. I pray that you are not ashamed to say the name of Jesus and that you know that on Christmas morning that Jesus came to this earth. Oh Lord, I just pray that the words that I'm saying right now resonate with someone who is listening that nothing is worth it in this life. Nothing, 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 nothing is worth it in this life if we don't have Jesus. And he is life and he is peace and he is joy and he is comfort and he is love and he is our father. He is our everlasting father. And I don't know who needs to hear this today, but if you need an everlasting father, God's it. He's ready to fill that gap and for you to go out and share the good news for you to do it. He put that in us. Matt Chandler had a message on that. I believe it was last weekend. But if you just download the podcast, The Village Church, you can hear all about it. But we are born to share the good news. If you are just wanting to share positivity, that's the Holy Spirit. Even if you don't love God or if you don't know God, you have that desire to share good news. And that comes from Jesus. Again, you can find more about that on The Village Church podcast with Matt Chandler. As we kick this off, I just want you guys to hang on tight. We're going to have a great message with Miss Gloria down at Loaves and Fishes in downtown Pensacola. She's going to talk about homelessness. Before we hear from Miss Gloria, we're going to hear from some of our former guests as they say, Merry Christmas from near and far. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hello, Broadcasters Love listeners. This is the Germay family from Jeremy Haiti. We will update you guys in a couple weeks on the podcast, but we just wanted to call and say Merry Christmas from Krista, Lucian, Mark, McDonald. Merry Christmas from Jeremy Haiti. Hi, I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Podcast Guest Episode 22. I'm Nicole Jones. God bless you. Merry Christmas from the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast podcast guest number eight. We are all so blessed just to be able to celebrate this most wonderful time of year as we reflect on our Savior's birth and um, what He came to do, and He came to save us all. And so uh, we certainly hope this is uh, the most wonderful time for you as well. We would love to have you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is the Laurel Oak Inn. And we are updating you daily with uh, what's going on at the inn from recipes to Christmas decorations to wedding events outdoors. And so follow us, like us. Would love to have you as our guest. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from Pensacola Kids Dentistry, episode guest number 17. Just reminding you that in a crazy year that we've had to focus on the things that matter most, family, friends, and your faith. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas from Erin Edifies, guest number 20. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. But above all, do not forget the reason for the season, Jesus. Love you all. 
One of the big entities of this ministry is feeding people who come to y'all's door every morning, correct? Correct, yes. Yeah. 75 to 85 people every morning. Okay, so imagine from her position the different lives that come to her front door and they have all kinds of things in their life. Like, Miss Gloria, you probably don't know, you know, what just happened to them the night before, but I've seen you work and you have grace with all of them. And one of the other things I wanted to mention that you do is that you share with them God's word. It's all about God's word. Like there is power in his name and there is power in his word. And you stand in front of those guys and girls and every morning before they have their meal, you share with them what God has on your heart. And so that's why I wanted you to come on this podcast because I think we can be encouraged from scripture through God's word for what he has on your heart because you are using your platform for his kingdom. And that's just, that's what we're trying to do for, we love God. We know God, mm -hmm. but now we want our life to have meaning and purpose. It's bigger than ourselves. And that's what you're doing. So please share with us just how you got this courage to stand before people who are not filled with hope, you know, are lacking right. hope. Right. And you're just like preaching the gospel of hope to them. So how did that all start for you? Okay. I started here about a year ago. Um, it was totally a God thing that opened the door. I was actually um, running two retail businesses in Destin and Sandestin. Okay. Uh, working a lot of hours and not really happy. The money was good, but I wasn't happy. And I used to sit in that condo at night and, and ask myself, is this what I want to be doing if Jesus comes for his bride, mm. is this what I want to be doing? And the answer was always no. There was something lacking in what I was doing. So I um, have some family connections here with this ministry. And I called them and told them um, that I wasn't happy in what I was doing. And if, you know, if they had something for me, I would love to be a part. Well, the door opened wide. Um, they said, we need you to come manage the kitchen. And so I did. And so um, I think God prepared me for this position. Um, years ago, for 10 years, I used to teach at a Christian preschool, children, okay. yeah. and shared the word with them every day. Yeah. And um, so really, the people that I'm dealing with every morning are really no different than the children I used to stand with in front of a classroom. Right. Um, and so they need hope. They need they need so much encouragement and so much hope because I'm dealing with drug addicts, drug dealers, alcoholics, the mentally ill, prostitutes, low-income housing, people that are living in their cars. They all need an encouraging word every day. Yes. And so every day, every morning when I wake up, I'm faithfully in the word. I can't start my day without the word. And so when God puts something on my heart, that's what I share with them. So like this morning, this morning I shared something very personal from my childhood. And I called the title of my sermon, Snow Globes and White Christmas. Mm -hmm. And as a child growing up here in Pensacola, we never had a white Christmas. Right. The closest you get to a white Christmas is the white sand out on Pensacola Beach. And believe yeah. me, I'm not complaining. I know. You Amen. know, it, but as a young child, um, I used to ride the bus with my mother and we would go to the five and dime store and they would have snow globes this time of year. Okay. And so I would get a snow globe and I would go home and I would shake that snow globe 
to watch the snow and I would pretend, you know, I was in that globe and that was my white Christmas because that's as close to a white Christmas as I was going to get. Yes. And so I related that to them in that and in, in Isaiah 118, it says, we are washed white as snow. Mm. You know, through Jesus Christ, we are redeemed from our sin and we are washed white as snow. Mm -hmm. And I said, you guys, we may not have a white Christmas this year, but we can have a spiritual white Christmas. Mm -hmm. We are washed white as snow through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I said, and it doesn't get any better than that. You know, if we don't have physical snow, we can have that white as snow spiritually for Christmas. So they receive that, uh, you know, when you share personal things with them and you're real with them, um, they relate to that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's a joy to encourage them. Um, some days it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, I pray with them all as a group and then I've prayed with some of them individually. Um, and they all have a story and they just want to know that they're loved, you know, regardless right. of what they're walking through in life. Yes. They just want to know that they're loved. And, and I, I try to share that love, uh, with them, whether it's given, given them a kind word, um, giving them food, giving them a coat, you know, whatever resources I have, I give it to them and they know that. Um, so that's, that's all. They just need to know that they're loved and, mm -hmm. um, and, and understand the love of Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, to as someone who has watched you minister to these guys, it's mostly guys out there, some girls, um, but they look at you as someone who has hope, that you have treasure that they're looking for. It's like, she's got what I need, but I don't know how to get it. Right. Or... I'm not ready to get it. Right. And right. I think that's the hardest thing to witness because it's one side. I mean, you're on the other side of the door. You guys are taking COVID precautions right now and doing a wonderful job of it. You're here looking at them with this hope in Christ and they don't have it. And I just can't imagine from your perspective how you have the hope to keep reaching out to them with the same energy and enthusiasm every day like you did the day before. How do you do that? How do you keep that? I, I go through slumps too, you know, because, um, and, and I have to keep this in perspective. Um, a lot of times they tune me out. You know, majority of them just want that meal. But I have to keep that hope and knowing that God's word does not come back void. Mm -hmm. And if it's only just one person standing out there that takes in that word and it affects their heart, you know, because I, I pray all the time before I go out there, God open their ears and soften their heart. Yes. You that's know, good. Um, before I go out there and share. And if it's just one, it's just if it's just one and there are some days that I have gone through a slump and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm speaking to the wind out there. They're not listening to a thing I'm saying because all they're thinking about is, you know, hurry up. Let's get that meal going. Right. You know? um, but I just have to keep that in perspective that I know that his word's not going to come back void. Right. You know, and if it's just one, if it's just one. Right. You know, um, 
you know, the angels will rejoice in heaven if just yeah. one comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So, you and know? here's the other thing that I love about you that I think people who are listening will learn from you. And I want to know more. So how did you get the confidence to say, you know what? God put this word on my heart. I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm writing down in my notes his scripture and I'm learning something from it. I'm walking in his ways. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. And now I'm going to share it with these guys I'm gonna, and girls. I keep saying guys, but it is majority guys. It and a couple is. Girls, it's so. 85% men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, when you're talking to them out there, when did, how did that happen for you where it's like, I've got the confidence from Christ. We're going to say this today. Cause like there had to have been a day where you're like, I'm going to do this. Well, you know. When, you know, when I first started in the kitchen and this was pre COVID and the dining room was still open, we used to open the doors and the homeless community came into the building right. and they sat down. So I was walking amongst them because we served them. So it was kind of, um, I'm not going to use the word scared, um, but there was a little apprehension there when I first started because they didn't know me mm -hmm. and I didn't know them. And so when I first started sharing the word with them, um, I'm not going to say that I doubted myself. I had that apprehension at first, but once I gained their trust and was very transparent with them, um, I became more confident in sharing the word with them. Um, because there was that trust thing. Okay. Um, and it took a little while. I had one gentleman in particular, a homeless man who's been in the street a really long time when the dining room was still open, when I would walk by him, mm -hmm. if I was within say three or four feet of him, he would recoil. Mm -hmm. If I got close to him, he would never make eye contact and he would never speak to me. It took me eight months of smiling at him every day mm. and speaking to him, even though he would not respond. But in eight months time, that man will now speak to me. Wow. But it was just a, it was just a, a, a trust thing, a trust thing. You know, they've been through a lot out there in the street. You know, right. I could share story after story about the somewhat brutality that goes on out there in the street. Um, and so it takes a while to earn their trust. So with that, with the earning of their trust and them realizing that, you know, Hey, she's, she's okay. You know, yeah. um, it gave me more courage, mm -hmm. uh, and more strength through Jesus Christ to share with them, um, in that, you know, somebody, somebody may listen to this, this may, you know, if it just, like I said, if it just helps one, right. you know, cause there's hope for everyone, you know, there's hope for everyone. It's just, do they receive that? Right. You know, do they receive that? And, um, it's a trust thing, right? You know, it's a trust thing. Well, um, so when did you say, I'm going to start speaking to them. Like, was it right when you started? It was or? right when I started. Really? Yeah. Okay. Day one, when I walked in, um, uh, the, the uh, gentleman that started this ministry, mm -hmm. that was always his um, desire was not only to fill that physical need mm -hmm. of food, but to fulfill that spiritual need yes. uh, with the word of Christ. Right. And so knowing that, um, 
coming in, that was one of the questions that I was asked, would I be willing to share the word? And I said, it would be my honor. Right. Um, you know, because I, I thrive on the word every day. Yes. Um, I, I can't go without opening God's word, um, reading mm -hmm. some form of devotional or something to encourage myself so I can walk through the day. Right. Uh, we all need encouragement. This has been a really difficult year. Right. Um, it's challenged everybody spiritually. Um, it's grown my faith a whole lot. Yes. You know, yeah. I've, I've seen a, a lot in this year. Um, and, and with these guys, they've gone through a lot, um, really? in the way that we've had to, um, they couldn't come in anymore. Right. They couldn't come into the dining room. So we had to change the way we served them and praise God. We never stopped. We were able to adjust and be able to do those meals to go and allow them to, uh, to be CDC compliant in the way they line up and still receive that meal. So right. they've been touched by COVID just like we have, mm. you know, they've been affected in their, in their daily lives. So, you know, they need inc more encouragement, mm -hmm. more encouragement than we do. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and so this week is Christmas week. Like this is launching on the 22nd of December and Christmas is in a couple of days. And the common theme I keep hearing from you is hope, hope, hope and i think the word hope honestly gets misconstrued like you know hope for whatever what would you define for someone who's looking for hope and just feels hopeless like get me out of 2020 what in the world is going on what can i even have hope in anymore what can i even be just ready to dive in and be excited about again i mean so i just think about the people who have been in such solitude this year. I mean, we've been touched by it too. After having a child in May, we had to stay um, away from people. And it just the impacts of that are so great, but they're so valid. Solitude is not good, but it's something that we're being asked to do right now. Someone who's looking for hope right now in this moment, listening to this podcast, what would you tell them about hope, to have hope for today and for Christmas coming up? It's perspective. It's perspective. And as Christians, we have to remember we're not home. This is not home. Our home is with Him. Mm -hmm. And if we keep that in perspective, um, how can you not be excited knowing and watching and seeing what's going on in the world instead of letting all of this consume us with fear yes knowing and seeing all of these things that are happening around the world and in our country even as dark as some of those things may be yes you got to have blinders on to not see that our Lord and Savior is coming soon. Yes. You know, so perspective. If we keep the perspective, this is not our home. And we as the bride need to be ready. Right. When the bridegroom comes to get his bride. Right. Um, and if we're about his work and not consumed with, you know, so it's, it's this perspective and not, you know, right. It's, it's looking up to Christ. Christ is look up. Yes. So it's, it's, it's horizontal, right. you know, and not vertical. Yes. So if we're keeping that perspective, all this, all this stuff that's going on around us, this COVID and, and, and all of these things that our country has gone through and the shutdowns and, and everyone's lives have been affected. Right. 
But if we just keep our focus, if we don't let these things distract us, right? There's so much out there to distract us, right? Um, yes. With social media and news and and just everyday life and remembering to put your mask on and all of these things right but if we just keep our focus on him because this is not home this is not home and if we mm -hmm. just keep that in the back of our minds and everything that we do and everything that we say um you know, it, everything else just kind of fades away. Yep. Jesus you know? is coming. Jesus is coming. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming. You know, he is. And and, this, and it's a promise. And, um, you know, and if you've ever studied prophecy and no prophecy, um, you know, he, he says he's coming for his bride. Yes. And um, we need to be ready. Right. You know, we need to be ready and be about his work and, and just... Um, and like I said, all those other things fade away. Mm -hmm. You know, they fade away. Right. Um, I can come here and I might be going through something personal with my own family or my grown kids. And all I got to do is look out that door. <laughs> and know there's people out there that are a lot, you know, they're going through a rougher time than I am. Right. And it changes the whole perspective. <laughs> yeah. How does that give you hope when you see them? Um, you know, I could be, I could be where they are. Yeah. You know, I could be where they are. So whatever I'm walking through sometimes doesn't hold a candle to what I see some of those people walking through. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, God is good. He is so good. <laughs> yeah. I, but, okay. Sometimes I feel like it's not fair. Why did they get this into the stick why did why well you got you have to understand um some of those people that i encounter like i said i encounter all walks of life out there some of them don't want to come off the street yeah you know i've i have offered help to several people and just recently in this last month um offered them a situation to get off the street yes yes and when it, the day came for us to do the case management and sit down and talk about that, they told me, Miss Gloria, I've changed my mind. I don't want to be off the street. <sighs> Sometimes there's a comfort in what they're doing and in, in, in the way that they're living. Mm. Um, and that might sound crazy, but that's what they're accustomed to. Mm -hmm. um, some of them truly want to be off the street. Yes. Um, but there's, you know, drugs and alcohol and, you know, mental health issues involved with some of these people. Um, some of these people in the street have a monthly income. Right. And they tell me, Miss Gloria, I can't afford a place to live. I only get $800 a month. Yeah. How can I get off the street with that? Right. Um, you know, so is it is it hard to see, um, you know, their situations it is um do some of them have the ability to improve their situation they do right um and for me because i have relationships with the majority of all of them i know almost all of their first names some of their last names and i know almost all of their stories what's hard for me is when i see them choose to make poor decisions um 
and they come to my door high mm -hmm. on, you know, crystal meth or they've got alcohol on their breath right. and they're inebriated and, you know, it's difficult for me because, you know, I just want to shake them and say, why? Why? You know, why, 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 why are you, why, why? You know, but it's a choice, um, but and it's a choice. And, and, you know, do I treat some of them like a mother or right. how I would talk to my own grown right. kids? I do. Um, and that's the sad part of it um, right. because they, some of them are stuck in that cycle. Mm -hmm. um, does it stop me from um, telling them where their hope could lie? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't stop me. Um, I still encourage them and speak the truth speak the truth in love right um and they know that i will serve them if they can come to the door drunk high whatever as long as they come to the door with respect mm -hmm. i will serve them right. and i tell them what you do out there on the street is between you and god mm-hmm what you do here on this property is between me and you. Mm -hmm. And as long as you come to the door with respect for me and for all the volunteers, I'll feed you. Mm -hmm. I'll feed you. Um, you know, it's a, it's a vicious cycle out there with some of them. And then um, they just have to make the choice to hope in God. Just to hope in God. And, I mean, there are programs set up where they can get off the street. There's right. things that they can do. Like you right. said, some of them do have an income. And I think the biggest thing to the person who's listening to this and you're wanting hope and I mean, you are, God gives you hope. Like if you're a Christian, like that's already yeah. inside of you. Yeah. That's part of the fruit of the spirit. Like that's, that's it. That's it, baby. You got it. That's it. <laughs> Turn off that's the podcast it. and enjoy your day. <laughs> right. Right. God has equipped you. Um, but I think just to dive deeper with this and like to get more to just like walk it out, you know, walk by faith and not by sight in this is that we have to trust. And when you were just talking, the Bible verse that came to mind was lean not on your own understanding, understanding. but in all, all your, your ways, ways, acknowledge him and he will make, make your path straight. straight. And I just think that's so interesting right now because I'm sure, I mean, I know in my own life, in all my ways, I need to be seeking God in each thing, each thing. It could, it could be anything, each thing. And he will take whatever that is if it's, you know, like we've, we talked about addiction. If it's that, acknowledge him, bring it to him, mm -hmm. and he will make your path straight. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to say, and somebody who's listening to this, it's so easy to hear this. But like, there is change with Christ. There is oh, yeah. a new song with Christ. Like, he will give you a new song, you know? Right. And we're talking about in this podcast people who maybe don't have hope and or if they wanted hope they could have it you know and maybe you're in the same situation like mm -hmm. who, who's listening to this maybe you want hope well guess what you have it mm -hmm. maybe you want to trust in Jesus well guess what you gotta surrender and I say that I'm like t calling the kettle black right now but like that's something I have to work on and I'd love to get your thoughts on it about God wants what's best for you. You know, yeah. he doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want you to go through hard times. But in those hard times, he wants you to seek him. Right. So tell me a little bit about just what you feel about just really strengthening us as Christians 
like you said earlier, like this should be a time when we are eagerly, I mean, you were excited, like hoping for the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you have to say to someone right now who's needing to surrender something and they just feel like they can't? It's, it's, a, it's a choice, you know? It's a, it's a choice to surrender. And that surrender is a daily thing. Mm. That is a daily thing. And we all have things that we struggle with. Yeah. We all have, you know, I mean, I haven't met a family anywhere that doesn't have stuff. Right. Um, And we have to choose each day when we wake up, number one, to choose joy. Yes. Joy is a choice, Um, you know. Um, And we have to rely on Him to get us through those struggles. Um, I've often said, I don't know how people that don't have Jesus Christ go through yes. the things that we have to endure. I, I don't um, either. I wouldn't make it. I, 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 I mean, I, you know, I, I can honestly tell you, I, you know, I rely on him every day. Yes. Every day. And every day that I wake up and take a breath, I thank him, you know, yes. for that opportunity. And you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a choice. I mean, we have to choose to draw close to him and, um, there's power in his word. You know, you need to be in the word. If you're not in the word every day, you need to be there. Yeah. You know, um, uh, that's the way I start my day. Um, and there's sometimes that I, you know, I'm, reading in the morning and I'm reading in the <laughs> evening. There's those days too, you know? Yes, because um, we need him. Yeah. Like I don't, yes. I just don't want whoever's listening to this podcast to turn it off and not understand Gloria's excitement for the Lord. <laughs> like you are excited. You are expectantly awaiting for the Lord. Like it's a confidence that you have. Yeah. It's an eagerness. It's an excitement. It's a hope. And that is a fire that is inside of you. Like that shines you know, and so the coolest thing about it is all of us as Christians have that ability to have that light shine through us. And that light is Jesus. Yeah. And as we like eagerly await for Christmas morning, like, I mean, this is the most excited I think our world has been for Christmas, right? Even if you're not a Christian, like you're excited. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a special time. Yeah. Um, what I sometimes um, struggle with to try to wrap my mind around is Jesus Christ left the heavenlies, the heavenlies, right, to come to earth, to walk among us, um, to be God with us. Yes. I mean, he left the throne. He left the heavenlies. Yes. Um, and, and that's not where the story ends. I mean, mm-hmm. he came humbly, um, Mm. poor, um, to walk among us Mm. and show us how we can walk. Um, and then from the cradle to the cross, you can't have the birth narrative without the cross. Mm. It's like two bookends. Um, so when I think about Christmas, I think about, he left the heavenlies to come down here. He loved us so much. I just, uh, it's hard for me to fathom that, Yeah, you know, um, 
it's really a special time. Right. And, and I think as hard as this year has been, the hope, the hope in, the hope in Him and just, mm -hmm. you know, knowing that He came down here for us right. and went to the cross for us and gave us the greatest gift we could ever have. If we don't, it's like I told the guys out there one morning, if you don't get one present at Christmas, is the gift of God's grace enough for you? Yes. If you don't get one thing, is the gift of God's grace enough for you? Because I'll tell you what, it's enough for me. Grace. You know, it's such a jam-packed word. You yeah. know, um, and that's, you know, Christmas is a special time. Right. It really is a special time. And, and with all the distractions of the commercialism and, you know, the hustle and bustle of Christmas and all that, I just pray that everybody takes time to slow down and just ponder that thought of, of that baby, you right. know, that baby and, um, and what that baby came here to do. Right. Um, and it's, it's the greatest gift we could all have, right? you know, without that, mm. here we go with that eternity perspective again, mm. you know, right. it's that eternal perspective. Um, it's, uh, it's the greatest gift we could have. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's such, I just love the laughter. I love the excitement that you have for God and who he is and what he can do through his people. If we just give him the shot, if we just give him the chance, if we just say yes. Yeah, yeah that's it. And so, um, yeah, as I, we wrap this up, I always ask people, and this is the best part of the entire podcast is when we get to this part, but I always ask everyone, what scripture is helping you through this season and just explain to us why. Okay. So my favorite life scripture, and I hope that I can get through this without crying. Yeah. Um, my most favorite scripture is the 23rd Psalm. Okay. It has a lot of deep meaning for me. Um, my mother was a devout Christian mm -hmm. and who lost her sight uh, when I was very young. And she would always recite the 23rd Psalm every day. Every day. Every day. Um, and so it became my life scripture. And I, when I used to be a teacher, a preschool teacher, I used to teach my preschool class the entire 23rd Psalm. Yes. And they would recite it um, at Easter. And so to me, it encompasses everything that Jesus is and can be in our life. The Lord is my shepherd. Yes. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel and feel, fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> so that's, that's, he is that. He can be that for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That encompasses who he is. Um, and that's what keeps me, that's what keeps me going. <laughs> yes. So many things in that. As you were reading, just thinking about the guys outside, 
And the girls, <laughs> um, he makes me lie down in green pastures. His rod and staff, they comfort me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sheep are not smart animals. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. sheep are not smart animals, yeah. but you know what? Sheep know their shepherd's voice, and and um, we should we should be able to hear his voice mm-hmm. when he speaks to us. Whatever, if it's through somebody, mm-hmm. if it's through a song, if it's through his word, we should be hearing his voice. Yeah, are we awake? You know, we should be hearing his voice. Um, yeah. And um, it's that's what gets me through, knowing he's with me, regardless of what I'm going through, the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. He is with me, yes. and I know that. Um, and and that's you know, if if there's no one else, if there's no one else, mm-hmm. I know he is with me. Yes. Um, and I didn't plan on asking this in the interview, but I feel I should. I mean, why not? You guys are an awesome mission. <laughs> Everybody should know about you guys. How can people get connected? Because you do have opportunities locally in Pensacola for people who want to serve, and it is COVID safe. You guys do a great job. Right. Yeah. Um, tell us how we can get connected to Loaves and Fishes in Pensacola. You can go to the Loaves and Fishes website if you want to volunteer here in the okay. kitchen. Um, and there is a, a volunteer application form that you fill out. Okay. Um, I will say that your Christian statement has a lot to do with... Um, if that because that goes through the executive director and then those application forms come to me right and then I'm able to call and um, schedule um, it is very safe we're doing all of our meals to go yes. we do require you wear a mask and we wear gloves um, there is no hand-to-hand contact the right. meals put on the tray they pick the tray up they come one by one to the door and then they move away from the door and then the next person is called so it's very safe uh, um, I give God all the glory. Nobody here on staff or, right. and none of my volunteers have gotten COVID. That's awesome. Um, and so it's been a blessing to be able to um, continue to feed the homeless. So if, if you guys want to volunteer, you know, you would definitely be welcomed. Yeah. Um, fill out the application forms. And, um, and if you don't want to personally volunteer, there's always, you know, products that we need we do i do um hygiene products on friday right um and that's always a big need out there this time of the year blankets you know they ask for blankets um gloves that's another big thing so you know give us a call if you if you don't want to serve personally Mm -hmm. there's always a need here right Um, and it's it's a multifaceted ministry. It's not just about the soup kitchen. Um, we have a shelter here, a family shelter. We're the only family shelter in Pensacola, and then we have tr- seven transitional houses, um, and then we also have a three-story apartment complex right. um, called the Simeon House. Um, the first floor is females. The second floor will be females. The third floor is males, and it's all you know low-income. Uh, single individuals right um, so we have that part of the ministry as well so there's always there always a need you know there's always right. a need or some way to serve or give right. or um, if it's not your time you know if it's not giving of your time or serving right. physically you know just give us a call there's always something you can do right well and <laughs> to help the least of these you know yes <laughs> to help the I'm least saying. of these. like yeah. this is such a cool podcast to to me to hear and like 
be able to learn from because it's like this is all tangible stuff like you can learn from what you're saying to and I know you have a lot to do today we're in her office right now but this is all stuff that you can hear and take with you and go out and make disciples and do something bigger than yourself and you do not have a doctorate degree like you I don't have to be this that and have this job title to serve God's kingdom. I can just start today. I can right. start now and start eagerly. Like it's a, you know, it's a choice. Okay. Um, the other thing I was just going to say is you don't have to have like an organization together to drop off items. Like if you feel on your heart to drop things off right. to contact you guys, like this isn't a formal right. Right. thing of like, we raised this money. We put it on Facebook and raised this or that, or right. we raised this. You can just drop it off. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And like feel the need. If you feel right. like you need to fill a need, you know, if God puts something right. on your heart, just do it. Right. So thank you for your time. We always end every podcast praying in Jesus name. Lord, I pray we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss Gloria. You can check out more information on loaves and fishes at their website, loavesandfishessoupkitchen.com. And they also have a thrift store. If you're in the area, just going to give you a heads up. They do have some amazing items in there. They're awesome. Okay, next up, and this is the last part, we have a quick update from Mark Stocklin and Jeremy Haiti with Haiti Bible Mission. He's going to tell us what's going on, and they are remaining faithful in this time as they are raising $15,000 for a new church building. You guys can get connected with them on all the social media platforms, Haiti Bible Mission. Okay, here's Mark. So we've had a great kickoff start to our fundraiser for the 15000 we need to build the church up at Tewush. Uh, we've raised right around $5,000 right now. Um, we've working on the foundation and uh, some of the walls, uh, getting, getting things prepped and ready. We did have a team that was scheduled to come down, but due to some COVID uh, restrictions of um, some of the states where people were coming, we've had to postpone the trip. But in some ways, God is... Uh, doing uh, great things through that. It's allowed us to slow down and just uh, not rush. It's also giving us uh, some time to just continually uh, reach out to people in the community and trust that God has a plan and is working behind the scenes. It also gives us time to, to fundraise as we were just stepping out in faith to buy material on credit. And uh, we just didn't know where all the funds were going to come from. We just tend to step out in faith and trust that God will provide. So in all reality now, we're, we're going to need to uh, continually raise uh, about $10,000 or a little bit more as the value of the U.S. dollar and Haitian dollar are still uh, not matching up. So things aren't going quite as far. But God has a plan. We're excited uh, for the future. We're going to try to schedule uh, the project to be completed in March, Lord willing. And so if you guys want to pray with us, partner with us, uh, come on the trip, uh, donate, support uh, the project, what we have going on. We know that this uh, church building up at Tewuj in the village will be a huge staple and a foundation uh, for all the people at the school and uh, the people, thousand people that live in that uh, community. So thank you guys. God bless and have a great day. Thank you so much, Mark. We will be alongside you praying and asking God to intervene. One of my good friends told me, Dr. Angela Long, she's been on the podcast before, it is nothing for God to strike a check. It is nothing. It's nothing for him to do that. So just praying that God provides 
the funds that you all need to do his work for his will, for his glory and gain and honor. And I just pray the same for you all who are listening, just like Matthew 6.25 says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Well, you are. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) You are. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week as we close out 2020.